Welcome to the Loss and Lifting Talk podcast. The show is created to help you find your confidence by breaking down the complicated science of training and nutrition and turning it into simple, but more importantly, practical solutions that you can implement right away to start creating real results inside your body composition. We don't stop there either. We dive into the mental aspect of fitness to not only build a better body, but a better life all around. Podcasts were the medium where I learned and grew as an individual more than any other place in my life. The goal of this podcast is to give that back to you to start building the exact body and life that you know you're capable of. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. I just finished recording a 30-minute episode only to realize as I went back to re-listen to it that the microphone I was using was the microphone that hooks to my laptop, which is absolutely terrible and you can barely hear and it's super muffled, opposed to my external mic that is much more high quality that you're listening to right now. So a little frustrated because that podcast had a lot of really good information in it for you that I really want you to hear and I'm going to circle back around and re-record that episode a little bit later. But we're going to shift gears here at least I'm going to shift gears and going to the next topic that I wanted to talk about in this show today and re-record that other one a little bit later. I'm still kind of pissed at myself. I can't believe that I just did that. And if it was better quality, like listenable quality to where I know you could still get the fruits of the content of the last episode, I would just post it anyway. But the audio is absolutely terrible. It's like extremely muffled, like you're listening to a 1950s or a 1960s television audio. You just, you can barely hear what's going on. So I'm not going to sit here and complain. We are going to talk today about why you need to quit comparing your journey to anybody else's. And why it's so silly and ridiculous at the end of the day. As the majority of you guys know, if you're a listener, you know I work with a lot of people in their own fitness journeys, right? I help a lot of people drop body fat. I help a lot of people build muscle. Um, I've been doing it for a lot of long time. And I'm very confident in saying that I'm very good at it at this point. I'm a very good coach. I, I understand people. I understand their psychology when it comes to fat loss. I understand their psychology just when it comes to fitness and their expectations and um, where most of people's self-sabotaging um, circles and habits start to take place. And I'm, I'm very good at identifying those, right, to help people be able to break through those plateaus. Because at the end of the day, it's usually our mind that gets in our way when it comes to our training and nutrition way before it's the perfect macros or the perfect workout program, right? I always say you can be the smartest coach in the world and you can have the best programs. You can be the best nutrition coach. You can have the best prescriptions, but if you don't teach people how to get out of their own way first, the science and the evidence and your knowledge when it comes to actual training and nutrition is useless. First, we have to transform mentally And that's what allows us to be able to transform physically. And one of those big mental barriers that a lot of people get stuck on is comparing yourself to others and taking the total context of their situation and your situation out of it and just doing a side-by-side comparison. And when you don't stack up to that other person, you deem yourself unlucky or that what you do doesn't work, or that your metabolism is broken, or your hormones are broken, and you're never going to get to where you want to be. Is that you? If it is, this podcast today is going to be exactly what you need to hear. Because 
I'm going to be very frank with you. Who the hell cares what kind of progress somebody else is making? How does somebody else's progress affect you in any sort of a way? If somebody else loses five pounds in the matter of one to two weeks and you only lose one or two pounds, you're completely writing off the fact that you're progressing and putting in the work and seeing progress because you look at that other person's four to five pounds and deem what you're doing as unsuccessful or failing when you're progressing. You've lost one to two pounds. You're in a better position than you were a week ago. But you sabotage that because somebody else created faster progress. But you don't know if what kind of diet they're following. You don't know if they just decided to go keto so they flush out a lot of water. It's not their body composition that's actually changing. They're just flushing out water because they don't have any carbs in their system anymore. So they're losing weight, but they're not actually losing fat. And let's talk to that person five, six, seven, eight months from now and see if they're still on track trying to lose five pounds a week as opposed to you trying to lose a steady one to two pounds a week while still continuing to include the foods that you love, having balance, taking care of your family, not sabotaging your relationships, or your social life just to lose weight, but instead learning to make your diet work for you and lose maybe a little bit of a slower pace, but in a much more sustainable manner that when you look back in a year, you're holding on to the progress that you've created opposed to following a reckless diet that you can follow for three or four months. And then when you stop following it because it has your life in such a downward spiral that you just put all the weight back on. And this is who a lot of us are comparing ourselves against, right? This is the hard part about following a sustainable approach with your fitness and with your nutrition and your training is that sure, progress might be a little bit slower than somebody following an 800 calorie diet or a keto style style diet. But like I said, is what they're doing something they're going to be able to sustain one, two, three, four, five years from now as opposed to you taking a more sensible approach that allows you to still include the foods that you like, that allows you to still go out on dates, that allows you to still get ice cream with the kids, that allows you to have flexibility and not have to eat out of Tupperware. If that's the sacrifice, if the sacrifice you have to make is losing weight at a little bit of a slower pace, but in a way that you're going to be able to hold on to that result much more long term, who's the actual winner? Who's winning? So you have to be able to look at this process from a much more long-term basis. I have phone calls with my clients. Um, Most weeks, clients will book calls with me. And the majority, one of the major struggles people have is comparing their progress to others. Getting on social media and comparing how much weight they lost compared to somebody else. With no context in terms of where their hormonal profile is at, where their metabolic rate is at how much work that other person's put in compared to them for how much longer, how much more consistent they've been or how long they took to go through a reverse or a maintenance or a surplus fade to really optimize their metabolism before going to a deficit where they're going to be able to lose a little bit of a faster pace opposed to you if you're in your first few months just getting comfortable with what you're doing. And if you're looking at them and they've made more progress than you, that doesn't desolidify your progress by any means. But our brains try to do that, right? 
our brains try to tell us, oh, well, they're, they're doing something that I'm not doing. So maybe I should see what they're doing and, and maybe try what they're doing instead because they're seeing faster progress. No. If what you're doing is working and it's something you feel like you can actually sustain and it's not, a, it's not forcing you to re- totally restrict your life to be able to create progress, I promise you, you're going to be the winner in the long term. And I know that's hard. I know it's hard to take a long-term look at this because we want to fix our issues with our bodies. We want to look better. We want to improve our confidence. We want to be healthier now. I get that. We live in a world of instant gratification with social media, with, with being able to order food and have it on your doorstep in the next hour, with being able to order groceries and be able to drive to the grocery store and have them um, put in your car for you or dropped off at your house or order something on Amazon and have it in your house the next day. That's what makes fitness so tough. That's what makes sustainable training and nutrition so tough. Because it's going to take a damn long time. But what I'll say with that, that's the beauty of it. We need challenges in our lives. We need things that are hard. Those are the things that keep us grounded. Those are the things that keep us growing. Sure, the efficient, the easy things, the snap of a finger and have it on my doorstep is great. I do it too. But you still need to challenge yourself. You need things that are hard. Everything doesn't have to be a quick fix. That's what creates discipline. That's what creates self-respect. That's what takes your life to the next level. But it's going to be hard. It's going to take time. It might be slower than the quick fix mentality of others. But I promise you, when you compare your progress to theirs over the course of one, two, three, four, five years, if you can just stick the course, trust in it, be action-based rather than result-based, you'll be in a position to truly reach your goals and be at a higher level than you ever imagined that you could be today. But it comes down to a little blind faith a little trust, and a lot of damn hard work. If you're willing for that and if you're willing to put your blinders on and forget about everybody else and just focus on you and make your only competition your past self, you'll achieve everything that you want to achieve. But as soon as you start worrying about the progress everybody else is making, comparing how fast your progress is to theirs, Switching your plan because somebody else lost weight faster on this plan as opposed to what you're doing now. You're going to end up in that same quick fix cycle that you've always been in. That same yo-yo cycle where you're running on the hamster wheel and never truly getting to where you want to be in the long term. Because you're not willing to accept that this is supposed to be hard. This is supposed to be slow. This is supposed to come with frustration. When you accept that. Now you put yourself to be in a position to be successful long-term. So I hope this helps. I hope this hits home. I hope this encourages you to put your blinders on. Focus on you. Focus on your progress. Focus on being your past self. And stop worrying about what the hell everybody else is doing. And you'll look back on your life in the future and be very thankful that you did. If you find value from this episode from this podcast in general, if you listen to a lot of the episodes. First, I appreciate you, but I'd be even more grateful if you could go down below, 
leave the podcast a star rating as well as a written review just because that's the only way for podcast the podcast to be able to grow in terms of the Apple ranks to continue being able to get more and more listeners over time. So like I said, I really do appreciate you guys. Have an amazing day and I'll talk with you soon.